welcome you to the very first episode of the Ideation Corner. The Ideation Corner is a space where ideas are discussed and dissected. And today I host Innocent Kawoya. By way of introduction, Innocent is a financial technology believer, a financial inclusion consultant, a computer programmer, an internet entrepreneur, a movie producer, a philanthropist, and an entertainment executive. Innocent is also the co-founder and the chief executive officer of High People. In 2006, Innocent, with John Mark, conceptualized High People as a social entertainment platform, with most of the work done at the Macquarie University ICT and Computers Lab. High People Today is a highly diversified company with operations ranging from digital inclusion, financial inclusion, content production and entertainment. High People executes advertising and marketing campaigns. It provides consultancy and, ad and advisory services to the private sector and the public sector. It conducts proprietary marketing research and also it promotes digital and financial inclusion through its non-profit arm, High People Foundation. And away from High People, however, Innocent, between 2009 and 2013, co-conceptualized and co-developed two applications, that is mHealth and e-learning. These applications received international recognition from India Africa, the Orange Africa Challenge, and the ITU Innovation Excellence. Innocent has been a major player in the digital evolution of Uganda and Africa generally. And today, Innocent is currently working on his last test initiative, that is the 40 Days 40 Fintechs uh, initiative. This platform aims to provide and shine a light on those fintechs that are giving very good stories on the African continent and in Uganda. And today I'm very happy to host Innocent Kawoya in my ideation corner. Innocent, you're very welcome. Thank you, Damali. I'm excited, very excited to be here. Thank you. And to be the first. Yes, you are the first. Yeah, I hope we make a billion views soon. I hope so too. <laughs> yeah, so uh, without much further ado, please tell us about the 40 Days 40 Fintechs Initiative. Um, well, the 40 Days 40 Fintechs Initiative, amazingly, we've come to the end of the first edition, running for 40 days every day, engaging with one company in financial technology, and getting to understand their story better than anyone. Like they always say, it's better when you're told, uh, your story is told by yourself. So we gave them a platform to tell their story of how they impacted millions of lives and transforming them using financial technology. You know, it's always been a challenge uh, to make sure that people actually access financial services. Now, financial technology came in and I'm one of the best uh, beneficiaries of financial technology. I'll tell you, for example, mm -hmm. I got my first ever loan uh, on a mobile, mobile lens uh, product, for example, ever in my life. So I'm like, okay, now I'm also eligible for getting a loan anywhere in the world. So I mean, we've engaged players in finance, those that are providing utility services, those that are helping farmers get better ways of uh, managing their money and getting payments. Those that are helping people in trade, mm -hmm. cross-border trade and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's been very amazing and um, 40 Days for the Fintechs has shown us as high people and our partners that actually there is so, so much potential in financial technology. Mm -hmm. And I one time said this, I was I think in uh, Europe, and I told someone that the biggest and next disruption of technology is going to be 
in financial inclusion and it's going to come from Africa and many chances others might come from Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. So how, how did you come up with this idea? How did you decide that this is the place and I need to focus on this? Uh, well, for example, uh, when you do some little reading, I'm a beneficiary of the internet. I mean, maybe I should be having a PhD from internet, for example, or two, because I've read everything on internet. I've read every code, I've learned PHP, MySQL, uh, HTML, everything. I became a programmer in uh, two years of my first touching of a serious computer in my career. Mm -hmm. And before I knew I had developed a website for kid folks and I think for maybe cool, I think. And uh, because I was just trying myself, I said, okay, I should be able to learn and do this. Before I knew I was a key programmer for high people, I was a very serious one doing my marketing. I was in high school, by mm -hmm. the way. And um, because I benefited from internet all the time and I still learn, it's free for everyone to access. It is so uh, 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 democratized that as long as you have some little data, you can access it. So I mean, I've been able to learn almost everything that I can be able to learn. And then I've been able to network with the entire world. The internet has helped me meet almost everyone that everyone admires to meet in the world. Mm -hmm. They're very rich, they're very powerful, they're very influential. Those that don't even allow you to take a picture with them, you know. But I mean, whenever you go and meet them, you're like, okay, what am I learning from this? A, B, C, D. So, because of the fact that we've been in a team that has been challenging itself every other time, they tell you, okay, what are we going to do next? Mm -hmm. Okay, we have done Digital Impact Awards Africa seven years, six years. So what's next? So because there is always the question of what's next, what's next? My mind keeps on revolving. And thanks to the inspiration and the pressure that I get from the team, at some point I was like, okay, what is the biggest problem that we're facing? Not as a high people, mm -hmm. because high people are supposed to be solving problems for our community and technology. So we're like, okay. Yes, technology has been able to advance this way. We have a ministry of ICT and a minister and a permanent secretary and a state minister. We have a UCC, we have NITA. There are many bodies like that in Africa. But then we have our very, very, very own player that has changed a lot in how finance is handled in the world. And that is financial technology. And that's where we belong because we are a fintech. But then nobody talks about us. Nobody even talks about Visa broadly, mm -hmm. yet Visa, MasterCard and other kind of service providers created a fintech solution that became very disruptive and created a, a, a digital payment hub that allows them to access payment and money anywhere, wherever they go, as long as Visa or MasterCard is there, you know. I remember for the fact that in 1994, Bill Gates one time talked about fintech mm -hmm. and he, he was talking about banking, saying that he believed that uh, banking was very necessary, but banks were not. And today, it speaks to the reality of the banks that we have, that maybe more than 60% of their operations are based on uh, technology, financial technology, but then they never talk about the people who develop the technology. So we're like, okay, so when will we ever become better brands? Mm -hmm. High people have been blessed by God to become a brand that stands out in any other fintech uh, uh, sector, in any other dialogue around fintech, high people will come out like maybe like any other Google, any other Facebook, any other MTN, any other Vodafone. But then the other fintechs have no brand whatsoever, yet they have done so many good, uh, good things that have changed life. So I was like, okay, now the plate should become a bigger one. We should create one only for us that are in fintech. And every year, 
we should talk about only our story so that no one feels insecure no one feels like oh they are going to steal my idea you know so and that's what has been happening you can't imagine all the giants in fintech guys like pegasus Joe uganda uh crafts yukon bionic yeah all of them that have been a part of the 40 days have all been coming and saying oh we are glad there is a platform like this where we feel very free to talk about our ideas where we feel like we belong to this same circle and imagine who is spearheading this is a fintech like us and they're saying we should have your story when you're telling your story let's not write say it so that everyone knows oh you're the one who started this so in the end by the time we reached the 37th fintech there were only four companies that had been established either in the same year with us or a year before us you know and the oldest being one that was uh, uh, established in 2001 and then we were like oh our sector is old <laughs> so it was that same reason and i don't want us to stop i'm only hopeful that maybe other partners and stakeholders can come in and support because this for the days for the fintechs i'll say it here mm. on the ideation show that the center that it is going to change how financial inclusion is done everywhere in the world and forever yeah. oh thank, thank you for that actually because yeah. I'm, I'm a passionate believer yeah, in financial yeah. inclusion yeah. so i'm quite happy when uh, you started that 40 days 40 fintechs no, you're not a passionate and, believer <laughs> in financial inclusion maybe you should tell people the reality mm. maybe i didn't talk about you mm. but you're one person that is playing a very very major role in making sure we achieve financial inclusion i'll tell you the kind of knowledge you have about trade mm -hmm. is a clear enabler of the most important the second most important sector of any economy because when we have farming and we can't trade then why we do the farming for example mm -hmm. in the end everything we do all the technology we're developing in the end has to go with another word trade you know so maybe we are not we are going to go for trade tech yeah. so maybe for the end, oh that's good trade tech yeah, that's a great yeah, idea yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we are going to be maybe going for trade tech next. You know, I'm just thinking about it right now. And maybe, uh, maybe you should be one of the people that spearheads the uh, uh, the building uh, the building of an idea, creating technology specifically for trade. Why? Because in the end, it is an enabler of every economy. When uh, when the production is done, the next thing is trading. When uh, farming is done, the next thing is trading. When education is done, mm. the next thing is trading and everything. And I mean, maybe we have taken longer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that we come with a trade tech yeah, idea. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That, and it's been interesting for me to hear that uh, the fintech is because you're a fintech and you thought about, you know, what for my industry, yeah. how do we get together? Yeah. So whilst you may be competitors, you're yeah. collaborating. Yeah. Yeah. At, you know for for this particular platform that's yeah. that's a, an interesting thing that most people most competitors always just want to compete but you can collaborate on some things actually oh, i'm a footballer yes. i'll tell you mm. i played football i scored very many goals i am unlucky that they were not documented <laughs> but i remember as as far as i remember mm. whenever i played football either i was a goalkeeper or a striker mm -hmm. when i was striker i could score maybe three goals every match and I could make my team win when I was in Shark, wherever, wherever I was. So I learned one thing. When we were in the pitch, we were actually all competing, even in our very team. Mm -hmm. Because everyone wants to score. Okay. Everyone wants the ball. Everyone wants the girls to scream out saying, I, I have made it. <laughs> you know, eh? And that was the thing, you mm -hmm. know. And then, on the other side, we need to deliver as a team. Because we are 11 people. 
And we need a win as a team. And I mean, what is wrong with fintechs having a shared platform where all of them can be showcased, including us? Because I was telling somebody the other day that look here, Africa has more than 3,000 tribes, for example. It's a fact. And uh, because it has more than 3,000 tribes, in Uganda here, for example, a tribe like Uganda uh, uh, is a formulation of 52 tribes uh, based on history. Yeah, I'm not a historian, but at least I know that bit. And meaning, we are all different in some kind of way, but something makes us the Uganda, in Uganda, if you're Uganda. So because there are such things that happen, what makes you think that you are that telecommunications company or that banking operator and you think you're going to serve everyone and they're going to believe in you? Yeah? So a combination of efforts by all the 40 fintechs, everyone being different and all the others serving different people, helps in playing a combined role of helping the world achieve full financial inclusion much easier. And in the other side of it, we talk about, oh, we're talking about interoperability. Mm -hmm. We're talking about co collaboration. I'm one person who hates preaching what I don't practice. I really, really hate it. Mm -hmm. And when I'm not practicing what I'm preaching, I feel bad about it because I'm like, I'm being wrong. I will never be happy about it. Maybe that product will never come to an end. So I think, okay, we're talking about interoperability. Mm -hmm. Then how about if we first create a platform that shows we are connected, we are collaborating, mm -hmm. we are the same, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, we have to speak to that and practice what we preach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And uh, maybe um, my next question would be, uh, what, what are the challenges? What challenges have you faced as you've been trying to come up with this? Oh, the challenges. The challenges, um, um, uh, maybe I'll start with uh, the one I never talk about. Because uh, uh, I never tell people that it's challenging to raise funds to make good things happen. But these good things have changed. I'll tell you, I've always told people, sometimes I, I don't want people to think that I'm bragging, but I've told people mm. that the, the very huge transformation, digital transformation in Uganda for the last 10 years, perhaps people has played 70% of a role in pushing the stakeholders, for example. But when you're pushing them, the humans that are working in this organization sometimes think it should be about them alone. You know, others think, oh, when they are working with you, you're going to become big. No, I'm not working for being big. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, you know, like, I'm not working for that. Mm. I am working for making sure we make a difference for our society. So, in the end, those humans, our field humans, end up hindering development. So, even when you want to make sure something is done, even when you want to get funding, because you have to go to the same human beings. And they don't believe they're making a difference. So that has been a very big challenge. It's the same challenge for all the fintechs. Actually, it's one of the reasons why we said we should have this platform. Mm -hmm. Because as high people and as myself, as innocent, I've been able to endorse maybe more than 15 fintechs in Africa. And they have gotten funding, maybe a half a million dollars, maybe more than a million dollars. And I didn't, I didn't endorse them because I had the commission. Mm -hmm. But rather because I believed in what they do, and I, I'm like, okay, these people are doing good, please support them, you know. I believe I can still play the same role, and we can use our high people opportunity to make sure that when we find one, we tell their story, and that's what we've been doing. We, for all the 40 stories we've been covering, we make sure each one of them, for example, gets eight stories, new stories. Everyone is on TV. 
then we share them with our network international. I tell people, ah, look, yeah. this is happening. You know what happened? On day 17, mm -hmm. we had an engagement, and on day 17, True African got business from South Africa because we showcased their story. Yeah, you I know. saw them. They signed an agreement. You know, they were bought. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In three days. And they're very thankful. I wish you could allow me to open my phone and show me because <laughs> I have a testimonial, you know, eh? Yes. Before you know, they're like, oh, thank you so much. We're excited that you actually gave us an opportunity. But I mean, it's just the beginning because we all know we have not even done anything because we know the challenges are much bigger than what we've been able to do. But the success of the 40 days for the fintechs has clearly shown us that we actually can do much better every single day. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I want to go back to the point you said at the beginning, where yeah. you said the, 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 the digital evolution or the financial, yeah. the massive yeah. breakthrough is actually yeah. going to come yeah. from the African yeah. continent, yeah. which I like. Yeah. So in the last 40 days and the 40 fintechs, yeah. what are the key fintechs that you've seen that have, you know, kind of opened your eyes? Maybe I might not mention the fintechs. The because it's a conflict? <laughs> uh, no, 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 because uh, uh, for the good of... Uh, the initiative that is just one year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, you don't want to show favorites. Okay. Uh, no, I don't want them to think we are doing credit scoring. Okay, sure. But then, I am, I am one person who always wants to make sure everyone becomes better. I'll tell you, for example, for, for the fact, um, uh, uh, um, Phoenix like Pegasus have really, really played a very, very, very noble role mm. in making sure things change about integration of payments, mm. banks. If you don't mind, yeah. can you give us a brief on what Pegasus is for well, the viewers who yeah, don't? Yeah, I'll tell the yeah. viewers, for mm. example, uh, utility payments like National Water. These are the guys that started that, you know? Mm. They innovated, clearing and doing away with those many branches of payment for utilities for National Water. And they said we should ease this. We should make sure we have a digital banking solution. And I mean, who has not been impacted by that? I, I pay for water at 3 a.m. in the night in the comfort of my bed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, they went ahead to do the same thing for Umeme, you know. I mean, that to mention but a few, but they have really, really done great. Guys like uh, Yo Uganda, mm -hmm. yeah. They have also done so much and they are doing a lot in agriculture. The same way I mentioned about True African, that good. Guys like uh, Craft Silicon, uh, they are one of the very few, very, very few fintechs that have also understood that they have to be human. And you know what they did? They set up Craft Silicon Foundation. You know? mm -hmm. Besides all the te technology they know, yeah? they said, okay, Craft Silicon as a foundation should help in making sure we teach the next generation. And you know what they do? They have a, a coach, a bus in Uganda. They have one in Nairobi, in Westland. It moves every day to go and teach people in the communities, you know. So how thankful can we ever be to such people, you know, because they would have their money and eat it. Mm. After all, they're not a big brand that people are going to be demanding, ah, what have you done for Corporate us? CSR. You know, yeah, yeah, yes. they're not, yeah. They're not uh, the usual big eh, major, they're not, they're not Pepsi, to say, for example. But I mean, they are going ahead to do such things. And... I always, I've been international platform speaking. For example, last year I was uh, at the FinTech Connect conference and I was telling everyone, me, my job is to humanize technology. In the end, I want to make sure, yes, I know the technology, I do the programming, but I want to tell people to understand that this technology is for us humans. That when you have issues and you need a doctor and there's an application called My Doctor and it's able to get you access to a doctor that you would never meet in your life, then technology is saving your life. And then, in the end, 
people will begin connecting the dots because so many say technology is taking away job opportunities. But I will testify to that. High people is coming into the game has inspired thousands of youths in Uganda to become, uh, uh, to create startups, to become self-employed. Mm -hmm. So can you say that that is taking away employment, for example? Mm -hmm. Probably inspiring <laughs> employment. Exactly. But maybe going, going back to the, yeah. the, the, the fintechs, because I, I have been one of those people who's been watching the 40 Days 40 yeah. fintechs, yeah. and half the, the fintechs, yeah. more than half actually, I think only four fintechs yeah. that you featured I knew about. Yeah. The others I didn't know. And I'm and I'm in the finance I'm in the space. I'm in the financial space. Yeah. I love technology. I read things. Yeah. But I had no idea about yeah. all these other people doing all these great things that are impacting people. So what do you say that the fintech uh, sector needs to do more? Well, the fintech sector has to wash their plates. They have to clean their bedrooms. Mm. They have to make sure their house is organized. Mm each of them. Our role is to make sure we check every compound, every home, and we tell them please clean up because there are, many of them are still thinking maybe they are not worth being where others are. Many of them are still struggling because in the end they want to be brands and maybe some support comes because you are understood, because people can listen to you, because you are a brand to record me, you know. And uh, they are supposed to make sure they invest so much in understanding new and emerging technologies. For example, we've been talking about Modulo and interoperability. There are many technologies that are happening and they could help them, first of all, cut costs of development. Secondly, help them into creating very amazing disruptive innovations. And then the third thing is they are supposed to kill those fights. I have experience, I've been in the music industry and I know what the fights have been to the industry. Uh, they hinder growth for so many reasons because people are believing it should be about me every time. No, it cannot be about high people every time. Yeah? So th for the same reason, all the financial technology providers, the same way we are trying to agitate for uh, bankers, for uh, mobile network operators, for all digital uh, uh, financial service providers, to create uh, open APIs, yeah? yeah, to create open access to their uh, facilities, their financial uh, facilities. The same way we are telling Anira, we should create an open API so that we can be able to access information and do integrations easily mm -hmm. that are eligible and also trusted, you know. They should also open up their minds. They should stop thinking that it's about them. Because in the end, you cannot serve all of us, yeah. We will make choices maybe because you have a fancy menu. I will say I'm going to deal with them because because the first time I met her, she was impressive. Mm. Because she has understanding that I don't find with any other person, yet you have the better product. So uh, the thing is that they should make sure that we leverage the chances that we have, like the 40 days for the fintechs, and think collaboration. Think saying, okay, how do I plug it into the other solution? How do I make it better, you know? And also make something of it. Mm. And in the end, the sector will, will grow and, and become a little bit faster in adapting with, uh, with international standards. Okay. Yeah. So we can see you preaching collaborate to compete. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. important. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so maybe uh, if someone, because you know, I can see that you, you, you've, you've come up over, over your career, you've come up with several ideas and yeah. somehow you've gone ahead and implemented them yeah. and they've been successful yeah. from my perspective. Yeah. What advice would you give someone who has ideas or wants to start something? Well. I'll tell you, for example, um, I'll, I'll use a layman's understanding. Mm -hmm. When a man 
or a woman? A woman, yeah. 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 <laughs> or a man or a woman like somebody. Mm. That is their opposite sex, for example. The, the only thing they have to do is to make sure they tell them that they like them, right? So they have done their part. Of course it's not all, because you have to be persistent, you have to make sure you do so much work. Some ladies, now when someone finds a woman like, like their money, they need to have maybe a lot of understanding, they have to go and do a PhD about human beings. <laughs> not because it's complicated, but because you will be challenged every day, you know. In the same way, when you want to do something and you have an idea, don't keep the idea in your head. You'll die, we'll bury you and enjoy the rice, and, and the idea will die in the same casket, like we shall bury it, you know. Get out, you know, you don't need to have money. We didn't have money when we started. No, we had ourselves and, and that's that's the thing. A lot of people who have ideas yeah. believe I will get the money, then yeah, I'll start. They tell you I'm gonna yes. get funding. Mm. What do you have? Funding, I give you funding for what? So you want my funding? Mm. So one damn is funding, they give you money for what? <laughs> you know, eh? I mean the easiest thing that we can ever do for ourselves is I have a beautiful idea. I met a guy recently, I'm gonna say his idea. Sorry to say, but I'm gonna say what he told me. <laughs> okay. He's my OB. Mm. And he told me I have a beautiful idea. I'm like, uh-huh, what is it about? He told me I want to have an amazing Uber for warehouses. Mm -hmm. You mm. know? Trade. Mm. Trade. Interesting, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, eh, eh, eh. So he told me, I told him, what do you want to do? He told me, I want us to create an application. I told him, I have technology. You have me. Mm. What do you have? Yeah? Then he had nothing. The idea? No. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. He told me, I told him, what do you have? I'm, I'm going ahead, I'm going to tell you. He said, I, I have the idea. I told him I can also have those ideas. I have a thousand of them. Mm. When you check in my, my, my archives, I have a million ideas that I've written. I have not implemented them. So I told him, you know, it's a beautiful idea, and I would buy it. But you know what you, you don't have? You have no capture. One, sorry, I'm being arrogant now. Eh? But you might be able to tell you. So he told me what kind of capture you need. I told him you will not afford the technology, it's expensive. That's why I would come in to partner with you. But then, tell me, I know of 100 warehouses that are available. I know them, I know the owners, I know, I know their numbers, I've talked to them. So we start from there. That's capture now, you know? Okay. So, so capital is not necessarily finance, it's not money. No, it's not. It's maybe information, the networks, exactly. the idea itself, and then the, exactly. the connections. Exactly. Okay. So, you're telling me you are a, a logistics expert, so what do you know? So I told him, look here, I don't want to sound like I'm corrupt, but I have friends in URA. So what if I call them and ask them, please, can you give me 200 contacts for people who, who have uh, warehouses? Mm -hmm. Or if I call them earlier, I tell them, I know you're not going trade, eh? Can you link me to someone? Won't I steal your idea? Yeah, actually, you could walk away and implement yeah, it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Now, now that that become an idea anymore, it is not. Mm. So, what they call, and as we talk about ideation, ideation yes. an ideation corner. And mm. by the way, I'll tell you something. Maybe for everyone that is watching, I maybe need to tell them that I, I have so much respect for you for being so knowledgeable about trade. Thank you. Thanks so much. And <laughs> Thank uh, I'll speak with so much authority as an invested private business and as an entrepreneur that maybe nobody else better than you can do this kind of 
kind of show. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll say that and I'll keep it to the record. <laughs> Thank you. Whoever is watching should take me for the record and I'll be the one to account for that every time. <laughs> so, in the end, you'll change so many things. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I take it for, for someone who has an idea, at least your advice to them yeah. is, first of all, get the capital. But the capital itself is not necessarily in the form of money. Yeah. The capital could be in the form of information, knowledge, and then you networking, connecting to the right people who you can partner with exactly. to get your thing done. Exactly. Okay. So what, what lessons have you learned as someone who's okay, come up with ideas and implemented them? What lessons have you learned along the way? The lessons I've learned, um, there are very many. I will talk for, uh, about them for years, but I'll say some of them. Of course, me, I'm a believer in God, and I know one of the things, sometimes you cannot have everyone, or you can have nobody, totally. But you have God somewhere, and you have yourself. Uh, in the process of building to be something and somewhere, you'll have to cry one day, or two days, or many times, and it's humans that will make you cry. Because, um, not everyone will believe in you. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, for many reasons, I have seen that those that make it, yeah, fall, not because of the stories that uh, motivation speakers say, I'm not one of them. <laughs> eh, eh, they fall, eh, me have fallen, mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe you might have to sleep on the street one day when everyone doesn't have any idea. Maybe you might have to stay homeless, yeah. If it means you staying there, at least I'm telling you from my personal experience, maybe you might have to give up on everything else and have no second option and make sure all you believe in is what you have. That's the choice I made. I gave up on anyone that could ever think they could employ me. I always tell people arrogantly that you, can't, you cannot employ me. I'm not one of those materials you can employ. I know I can be like 50 employees in one place one, one at a time, you know, but I cannot afford. Why? Because uh, every single day when I see, even Damali retreating, mm. one thing that I've worked on, I get excited <laughs> because I am feeling like I made it in life. You know? <laughs> but they don't stop believing that you can make it again and again and again and again. But I mean, you love to cry. You love to reach that point when you feel like you have lost everything. But if you're this kind of person that thinks, I should put one of my legs this side. Mm. I am going to start up my company when I am 45. You'll find when my, my daughter is a CEO at 16, you know? And then you'll be like, how did he make it? Because I told her not to wait for that. Of course, it's beautiful for people to be employed, especially in private and public sector, because they help us do the regulation, they help us structure in the nations and economies. But even for those different people, even when you employ it, you must have a, 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 an opportunity to build your own personal portfolio, even at your job. And if you want to make sure you build it, just know your friends are going to fight you. Just know they're not going to believe in you. Just know we are going to be very few who believe in you because we believe in everyone. I know everyone can make it in life. But then just know you're going to cry. Just know if you're not willing to spend, I'm not talking about money, alone. Everything of you, yeah, you'll never make it, I tell you. If you're not willing, mm -hmm. yesterday I was watching a video. It's called Joel Austin. Joel Austin. Yeah. yeah, I don't watch him so much. I'm a Catholic. <laughs> so, but I, I, he's, he's a smart man, mm -hmm. very smart. So I was watching him 
and he was saying, oh, sometimes the window closes. Yeah? The window closes. Of course, when it closes, it doesn't mean that God has closed all of them for you. But if Damali was supposed to be a leader that we look at or look out for in trade all around the continent, and she hears every day some voice telling her, you should go and do this, and she doesn't follow that voice. And that voice is so silent in you and tells you, that voice will run away one day. And when that voice runs away, that window has closed. It doesn't mean you don't have others, mm. but I mean, sometimes we have, there's a time when you hear, like, I was, I, I happened to lecture and tutor in Makere when I was in my vacation, mm -hmm. yeah? So, I saw so many things happening. But the day when I heard a voice telling me, stop teaching here, go, yeah? I didn't even think about it again. The only thing I did, I told my mom, I'm not going back. She's like, how are you going to live here? I'm like, oh, I will survive. Mm. I'll work without money. If I have internet, I'll stay home and work for mom. I have a laptop. Yeah? And I can never regret. Like, seriously. Yes, I served and uh, uh, it made a difference for many. But I'm happy that I'm making a bigger difference mm. for, for the world. Yeah. True. Actually, now you've reminded me to go back to your beginnings, yeah. i.e. at Macquarie University yeah. in the ICT and yeah. Social Sciences Computers yeah. Lab, yeah. where you developed, you said, that's where you studied yeah. the high people yeah. thing. What, what, what would you tell those students who are at Macquarie University? Because, you know, when you're a student, you tend to have a lot of ideas. Yeah. And somehow they're killed when you start work, when you yeah. start employment. Yeah. So what would you tell those students to keep their ideas alive? Uh, well, you know, students, and even all of us alike, Sometimes we have ideas, but like I said, some ideas are not, are not really, really solving any problem. Even if it is one, uh, off the camera we were discussing about uh, waste management company. He's collecting garbage now to becoming a, a hundred million dollar worth company. Because they believed in that idea that I would think was silly, you know. Uh, have you, I don't know whether you've ever been around people who sell scrap. Yes, I've I seen. Have you have seen them collecting scrap. I've ever sold scrap. Hmm. Ever. That so should be. Me. That should have been in your bio. Uh, I should have. No. I should have. Uh, <laughs> let me mention other things. So now, because it is Damali's show, yeah, I'm going to say things that I've never said anywhere in my life. Yeah, I'll tell you. For example, ah, uh, I sold scrap, and I learned something. Not because we didn't have what we needed at home, mm -hmm. but I needed to have some independence when I was nine years. When I was in nine, uh, I was in P three. Still, I was nine years. So were you yeah. collecting the scrap and then you, you sell it to the... Yeah, to, okay. to, the, to the guys that were having the little money, yeah? Mm -hmm. And I, I feel so proud about it because it, the things made me the me I am today. Yeah, you've been hustling since yeah, nine years. Yeah, I've been. But I, <laughs> let me go back to I tell you when I was nine years, what happened. So when I was nine years, uh, we were at an assembly one day at Molly and Pope. And then they announced that our prefects, those one be prefects, should uh, submit. And then I realized the last post they read was Head Boy. Then I was like, ah, what? Head Boy. I, when I went back home, I said, I want to be the Head Boy. <laughs> you know what happened? Mm -hmm. I told my dad, even my mom, I told them, I want to be the Head Boy. So my dad helped me in writing my application. I told him, yeah, why, he told me, why do you want Head Boy? I told him, yeah, I want that. So. I took my, my application and there was a big battle in the staff saying, you can't be. 
and somehow God allowed it that I should be <laughs> one of the contestants. I remember Nicholas was in P2, and he was one of the 37 people that voted me. <laughs> and uh, Nyombi Stili, uh, he's, a, he's a brother to me, yeah? I've known him all my life. He won with a very, very serious majority vote. And I was made head boy for three days. Yeah. Mm, okay, for, for, for having tried. Yes, <laughs> for winning with my 37 votes, you know. Eh? So, <laughs> I, I, because I was made head boy for three days, till date, that inspires me. I'm so proud of that story that I'm sure I was a head boy in P3, <laughs> you know. But because I thought about it, I felt like I could be, and I went and did that. Now, what problem was I solving? Mm -hmm. The problem I was solving today was that I wanted to show all the other guys around that look here, we can be, you can be, you know. From that day, actually things changed in the school and all the other schools around. Guys come and they're P4, P5 and they try. Of course many of them don't win. But I mean, I tried. So you have your idea and you're in Makere. Do as much research and make sure it solves one problem. Don't solve 20 problems, we can't afford it. But if it does, don't get tired of people telling you you will not make it. Don't get frustrated because I've told you your idea is not nice, you know, eh? Don't believe me, because maybe sometimes I tell you, because I want you to be better. Mm. You know, I remember there's a lady I met called Vicky, she came to my office one time at night. She was telling me I can make high people music, I would become the best things. So we had the two hours discussion, I, I, I rubbished her. Literally, mm. trying to see what she can be. So she got angry. And then because of the things I told her, she managed to get a good job. Because she learned from me. So after that, she told me, you're very bad. <laughs> I came and you, you didn't even feel like you were talking to a woman. You told me I, I didn't have any clue. But yes, I wanted to give you a job. But I wanted you to be understanding of where you were going. Then in, at last she told me, but I got a job thanks to the things you told me. I'm like, huh? Mm. So, I, you know, because she had a good idea, but she wasn't solving any problem at high people. So, mm. she understood that she should solve a problem somewhere, and she's employed there, I think, now for five years. Okay. Yeah. So, good. So, so, your biggest advice to, say, any students who are currently uh, at university who have their wonderful ideas, yeah. one, they should stay at it, they should make sure they're trying to solve at least one problem, not trying to do everything, yeah. and then they should not listen to people who tell them that their ideas are silly. Yeah. They should just still pursue it. They should not listen to people like <laughs> 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 yeah. They should. There are many, like me. Yeah. The difference is that me, I help you build. Okay. So maybe, maybe my last question is going to be around, because usually the biggest problem, at least from, from the outside looking in yeah. for people who usually have ideas and implement them, is the, the, the initial funding. How do people go around that initial funding, or at least trying to do some things that don't require funding? Oh, huh. Initial funding? Yeah. The seed capital. Yeah, the seed capital. Yeah. It's a behavior that is just growing in Africa. Mm -hmm. Let me talk about the Uganda point of view. Mm -hmm. We are 15 years. Yeah? Mm -hmm. We only first got funding during our 14th year. Whoa. For the last 15 years, you yeah. only got funding in the 14th year yeah, of operations. And, and as we ended the mm. 14th year, like I think five days towards the end of the 14th year, that's when we first got funding. But the company has been growing. 
globally, we've been influencing different people, making voices that actually change so many organizations, so many economies. Mm -hmm. What do I mean? It's not as mean we have not been making any money. But we had to walk our talk from the word go. Yes, we had the ideas. I remember those times, the story I've been talking about it so much in uh, the four days for the Phoenix. One time we needed computers for high people, 2009. I went to every bank, about 11 banks. The last one I went to was Baroda. Asking for a loan, a loan, a loan, and no one was giving us a loan. Only 9 million or something. And then what happened was I got angry. And I was like, who controls these banks? I said, the governor. I said, let me write to him. I went and sat on my computer, typed a letter. Went to post office, paid. They delivered one at Bank of Uganda. It took months, I even forgot about it. Before I knew the governor was looking for me. Who are you? <laughs> you know, who told you to write this letter? And they all thought someone told me. But it was within me, because I thought they should do something about entrepreneurs and young innovators like me. I mean, we didn't get the funding either. <laughs> Yet he sent to look for me alone, they sent about four, four big, those big bank of Uganda vehicles, just look for a man like me, you know, eh? But I mean, I was so inspired mm. by the action of the governor that even by his rating and his rank, he thought it was very important to address my problem and get me to understand, oh, this is like this, this is like this, we understand the challenge, maybe as a bank, we should do something as a central bank, you know? And even that alone has been motivation for me, you know? And I be okay, people will listen. Not everyone will, but someone will one day say, oh, let, in, let them in, you know? I'll tell you for many reasons I've been able to interact with uh, people, uh, amazing people like Professor Magici. Hmm. And many times they don't, they don't have to offer you money, anything. But a person who will know that, ah, you have, you're solving one problem. And they'll help you walk your journey. They're like, oh, you need me for an event, how come? if I can add some, some poem or color to it, you know. We all do the same thing for others. I've done it for many guys, I've done it for musicians, you know. Someone comes, he's a musician, a very nice friend of mine, he's stammered a lot. So, in, during COVID time, they were home and frustrated. So I called him one, I told him, you know what, I have a song for you, I bought it, it's, everything is on my cost. I want you to go and do it. Not because it's going to become a hit, but I want you to keep believing in music. People will do for you such things, you know? And because they will do, then don't think that you're going to get capital like that. We are doing our job to make sure that maybe in the next five or 10 years, the next startups can be able to have a fund that can help them have capital, you know? For us, we didn't get that chance. We got ours at the 14th year, you know? Many others don't, but then it doesn't make you think that you should give up. Mm. Because most of the big and most successful stories for example, Google story. By the time Google got funding, yeah, they had created a very amazing algorithm, the best that is still is in search engines in the world. You know, they created one that could make sure it crawls every bit of internet or the World Wide Web. You know, and the person who funded them was their professor because he believed in them. He knew they could. You know, no one else came in. But they had already created something, and the only problem they needed to solve, because they had already solved the problem of searching, search engine, so they needed uh, to solve a problem of how Google makes money. Yeah. You get my point? And that's how they got funding. And they had to go somewhere, learn from other people, because that's how businesses are done. Uh, Bill Gates, for example. 
the only time when he got to have business, not actually funding, was because he had programming interface that solved the problem. So he made people know then you have machines, I have the software. Hmm. He's solving their problem. Like, by the way, that's the reality of story that actually have to make it. So you want to get funding and you say money fell from heaven? <laughs> really? <laughs> of course miracles still happen, but you must solve the problem. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so the, uh, yeah. at least your opinion on this is that if you're a startup or you're starting to implement something, don't expect funding to come to you. No. Hustle it out. Use the resources you have, which don't have to be money. No. It could be you honing your skills the, in that. The resources are you. You're the resource. You're the yeah. capital. Now you yes. see what we have? What we have here? Yes. Diamond yes. Study, Ideation Center. Not because you can't afford to stay home. Yeah? Now this will never run without you. I'll tell you. Maybe if it has been able to mature 15 years down the road and becomes a very big thing. Without you directly investing your time, your thoughts, yeah, and a little money, it can never be. But you know what it's going to be? Because it's normal that I sit here, <laughs> you know. I'll tell you, for example, mm. I've been so impressed by, I've never had anyone in my life that reads my profile and comes on set and says it the same way I wrote it. <laughs> like, no one, I can't read it myself. Yeah, I can't read myself. You know, <laughs> yeah, I can't, and I'm very sure I can't. And I'm so impressed about what, what you are. Maybe the world needs to discover you a little bit better. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. Yeah. On that note, Innocent, thank you so much for agreeing yeah. to speak to me. Thank you for being the first speaker on the Ideation I Corner. So, I'm, so I'm so honored to be the first one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Innocent, it's been really, really interesting speaking to you and thank you so much for making it on the first episode of the Ideation Corner. I'll be happy to hear your closing remarks, maybe. Uh, you see, I'm excited. Yeah. Actually, the things I never talk about myself, maybe because I don't feel comfortable speaking in some places, but I'm really, really, really blessed and honored to be the first one on Damali Sali's Ideation Center or Corner. Yeah, I am... I urge everyone, the viewers, uh, Africans, to watch uh, this show because it's going to play a very big role in making sure we have the best ideas that will change Africa forever. Mm. Someone will say Africa will become greater again. We might not have gold again, but we are going to become the best innovation place that can ever be in the world. So thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. I'm so honored and delighted to be here. All right, thank yeah. you. Uh, thank you so much uh, for that. We are done with the Ideation Corner. Please do subscribe. Uh, this show is going to be run live on YouTube, on Facebook. It's going to be on Twitter, on LinkedIn. So please do uh, watch the show and uh, thank you.